We did it. We, haven't even, we, haven't we even started, started the, intro. the worst possible way. <laughs> That's none of that is well, making it, was, it was onto the show. Oh, sure it is. <laughs> no, the whole conversation was great. Not all the whole of it conversation was great. Was great. Until yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's uh, that's it. That's uh-huh. just not going to make Come it on, onto that, the show. That has, that has texture, you guys. There's going to be an outtakes somewhere. Maybe, maybe someone. I think, I think Skin Bridge alone is a classic. That just needs to. Oh, I think Armin's God. becoming legit nauseous right now. That was bad. That was a bad one. Uh-huh. I guess welcome to this episode of Scale is Needed. For sure. And, Does, uh, we don't even get a vulgar title this time. No. It's just Scale is Needed. It's just yeah. Scale is Needed. It just today. is what it is. Skin Bowie, Bridge you stay away as from needed. that pillow. You, you do not eat that pillow. Uh, he was about it. He was going to. Uh, yeah, he was 100% about to just. God, he's like eight feet tall pillow. now. What has happened? He's become a monster. He's been stung by a bee. Mm-hmm. He's like a he's like a tiny little monster. Sometimes, I don't know. He's just so goddamn cute. <laughs> like even he now he's like scratching his head and his ear, which makes him all the more terrifying. He's kind of like a scary clown because <laughs> he's so goofy, and yet he's just biting and trampling us because he's the size of a horse. But you're just like ah, but like I'm in pain, but I'm letting it happen. It's terrifying. Funny. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's like pretty Pennywise. <laughs> Like if this wasn't if this wasn't the end of me, I would be enjoying it, mm-hmm. or mm. enjoying it more because it's the end of me. Mm. Yep, it's a roll of dice any given day, honestly. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes uh, in the mornings, uh, here he is just punching the wall to get out. Yeah, let me out. Admit because as cute as he is now, like if you were just like walking through like a neighborhood that like didn't have street lights, it was dark, and you heard a noise, you just turned around in the middle of the street, that thing was staring Hello. back at you. That would be fucking terrifying. Hi, everybody. I'm <laughs> Bowie, and well, well, I am here to kill you. <laughs> well, more especially if it was at night and all you could see is his eyes, because he's black, but these eyes are evil here, and when they shine in the light in your headlight, you uh-huh. see it's that tall, you don't know what it is. All you see is eyes and teeth. Eyes and teeth. And then all of a sudden, horrifying. Alien. Then there's just a little gust of wind, and you hear rustling through the trees just the whispered voice say, Wanna play fetch? <laughs> <laughs> And then you're like, what the fuck was that? And then the dog's gone. So you just keep walking, but you somehow feel like you're not alone. It's like if Cujo just wanted to <laughs> either step on you or I like or how he's just, he knows we're talking about him, so he's yeah. just joined the podcast. He absolutely mm-hmm. knows. Bowie, anything you want to say? <laughs> <laughs> that sound definitely got picked up. That's good. Hey, that you good. guys want to play fetch? Hey, everybody. I'm going to eat your genitals while you sleep. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> my name is Bowie. I still have my balls and I have yours too. <laughs> you notice how there aren't any cats around anymore? <laughs> uh, neighborhood sure is quiet at night. <laughs> anyway, uh, did you guys know that the 2019 CrossFit Games will actually be broadcast? Oh, yeah. oh really? By who? How? Surprise. Oh my God! Thank who knows? God. They're gonna who treat knew? it like Android. The answer to that question by who and how is uh, kind of not simple, maybe, or maybe it's really simple. So is it surprising but inevitable? That's what I'm hoping. For. It is both those things because okay. that'll uh, that'll get us towards catharsis a lot quicker. CrossFit is uh, producing what they're referring to as the world feed, which is not a hmm. way to end hunger. Is not a food-related thing at all. In Plot fact, twist. <laughs> you're still going to be hungry in Africa, dog. <laughs> it is. It is. Uh, it's kind of like a live stream broadcast that is available for people 
to take and use as they see fit. Interesting. The way C-SPAN exists. Oh, okay. So okay. Kind of like, Is that how that works? C-SPAN exists as like this feed where you can just plug in and use mm-hmm. it and you can put yeah, whatever yeah. overlays you want and you can, you know, put, you know, dubbed over audio. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Huh. So they're they're doing that with the CrossFit games. They're producing a live stream yes. that is going to have like a director and multicam and like free roaming cameras and all that sort mm-hmm. of stuff just yeah. lightly produced and then they're going to make that feed available for people yep. to take and commentate and if they want to add their own graphics, if they want to add their own commercial breaks or their own you know, mm-hmm. ads or whatever, they can 100% do that. So, Armin, the question is, which live stream of the games with a head in the corner commentating the whole time will people watch? Will it be Team Richie or will it be Armin Hammer? Yeah. With your head in the corner commentating the can whole we just, time of the game. Can we just Re- Twitch- Armin reacts to the games live. Can we just Twitch stream the whole thing? Like get one of those cool ass green screens and then we just mystery science theater at the bottom of the games the whole time? So I really want to be able to do that. Yeah. yeah. The biggest problem that I'm running into being able to do that is you're going to be there at the CrossFit Games yeah, yeah. right now. So as mm-hmm. of right now, I'm, I'm, you should I'm, try to find wherever the camera is and, and just, just really just be sit there in the corner of the camera <laughs> yeah. and talk into the microphone. All right, guys, alternate, alternate idea, alternate idea. We still set up the green screen. We still do it. Uh, this is kind of home base. This is HQ. This is where it's going on. The difference being, on camera, senior on camera, the entire time on the green screen is just Bowie. And that's it. It's the Bowie stream. There's going to be so many different streams, and but they're all essentially going to be the same. They're going to be surrounded by useful information. Some smarty pantses are going to be trying to like give commentary. Whack. A bunch of assholes. We're going to be the only one that's going to put an adorable uh, standard poodle, whatever the fuck, mix... <laughs> like right front and center the whole time, so you can watch the CrossFit games, but you can also enjoy a dog being cute at the same time, and that's what gonna that's gonna be the difference. That's the Arm and Hammer TV difference. And we are back, everybody. <laughs> Welcome to 2019 CrossFit <laughs> Game. Did you hear the news? Another child has gone missing. <laughs> They're gonna start to put in a curfew soon. <laughs> I just want to say that I will eat and kill whoever takes last place. Bye. Hello. I think, I think we have not a bad idea for a horror movie here. It's like The Omen, but a dog. Yeah. There you go. We're That's it. This, yeah. So it's not There's like your elevator dog. pitch, by the way. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's like, like Omen, Omen but, but a dog. dog. <laughs> uh-huh. uh, remember Man's Best Friend with Lance Henriksen? Where yes. it was like, but it was like a Terminator dog. It was Terminator, but with a dog. Oh, yeah. And it was like a Terminator uh, Rottweiler, and he like pissed acid and he was like a robot Damn, dog. It's pretty sweet. Oh, pretty yeah, sweet. yeah, all it sorts of superpowers yeah, and yeah. stuff. Uh, but like, unlike Cujo and especially unlike that, I want to give it a uh, almost a uh, the same structure as a movie where you get a new child but then the child turns to be evil in some form or fashion whether the son of the devil or just because it's a bad seed. Bad seed, but it's a dog because, you know what? Lots of people refer to themselves as dog mamas and dog fathers mm-hmm. and you know what? The dog is the baby of the 21st century. Guys, we shouldn't be putting this. I can out already there. see it because <laughs> you can have the you can have the uh, the yeah, scene yeah. where they they go to instead of the orphanage they mm. go to the the shelter. Yes, the shelter has the flickering fluorescent bulbs which go to straight blackness when they're off. Oh, who's that the down corner. there? That's just old Sam. <laughs> no one wants to adopt old Sam. He's getting a little bit on in years, but he has a sweetheart. And then, of course, Aubrey Plaza falls in love with young with old Sam, yeah. and ugh, it's a whole thing. Oh, Sam's been here. I mean, as long as I've been here, yes. he's been around for a long time. <laughs> <laughs> Can't see out of his right yeah. eye though. He's just big ass scar. You know, you yeah, got yeah, yeah, yeah. to be on the general. Yeah, mm. yeah. starts off good enough. You yeah, know what I mean, he gives cuddles, mm-hmm. and then one day, 
But then his his the neighbor's his, neighbor's child goes missing, <laughs> and then they notice that right after the neighbor's child goes missing, his leg grows back. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus, he was a three-legged dog. You see, you weren't expecting that. Now yeah, that's, that's good. all Ooh, the He was a three-legged dog. That's why they adopted him. And suddenly, dog. his leg grows. He starts to get younger. Old Sam becomes like he's starting to get spry, but then another child goes missing, and the, his nub is a little bit longer than it was the day before. And we realize that he's not a dog at all; he just is a he's you know he's he a starfish likes, dog yeah, exactly. hybrid. John yeah. Krasinski, do you notice anything weird about exactly. young Sam? <laughs> and he's like, yes, other actor Rose Byrne. <laughs> Why and then not? They find they find uh, uh, there's there's the big it reveal would be Roseburn. of a big uh, a big pile of child bones yeah. in the backyard. Yeah, What's yeah. Sam been digging at recently? Oh God, no! No, mm. no, 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 no! You got it's like he he digs up, he finds a little little displaced patch of earth. He goes up, he pulls out, and it's like a human like little piece of a little bone of this. And then all of a sudden, he finds like there's a little human hand, and he jumps back. And then he looks up, and as he looks up, the camera draws back across the grass in the yard, and you see all these little mounds of dirt all across the yard. There's a Terrifying. bunch of bones buried all across the yard. Yes, this we're gonna we're gonna make this happen, you guys. This they go good, and find a, a uh, uh, an old. Uh, animal control officer who, uh, you know, in the 50s also mm-hmm. tried to uh, originally get rid of old Sam. Mm-hmm. And, and, you know, he's like the old exorcist, but he has his own his own there's trainee. There's pictures from the who's, 40s. There's who's, pictures the guy, from, uh, who's the guy from Stranger Things that became the new shitty Hellboy? That, uh, which one? Oh. The, the new Hellboy guy? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The oh, sheriff. yeah, that guy. That, yeah, that yeah, guy yeah. would oh, play that sheriff. David playing, Harbour, playing the new Hellboy? Oh, yeah, okay. David I didn't know that at all. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is great. Yeah, this, this is all good stuff, guys. This is all good stuff. He's literally just playing the same guy from Stranger Things. So this is basically, it's like, it's like, uh, <laughs> it's like the exorcist and the omen, but with a dog. It's basically the rescue dog horror movie. It's Rosemary's Baby meets the exorcist. Meets Airbud. Meets Airbud. <laughs> <laughs> Only thought is, guys, to be socially responsible, do we want to make it a rescue dog? Because that might discourage people from getting rescue dogs, like Jaws discourage people from going to the beach. Do we want to make it a dog with highest possible pedigree? Yeah, I think it'd be better. No, I think no, 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 exactly the opposite. Because a lot of the best horror capitalizes on. Uh, anxieties prevailing anxieties that exist in a given population so you know a few years it's not surprising a few years post manson family we start to get all kinds of weird horror including texas chainsaw massacre which is just capitalizing on the idea that the uh, uh coming out of the civil rights movement that there's this whole other side to the country that's dark and evil and it's coming after you all that kind of stuff and people generally have an anxiety that notion of getting a bad shelter dog like Mm. and if you talk to your parents about are you sure you want to adopt a pit bull like what if you get a bad one that's a bit in the head and uh, there hasn't been a film as far as I know that's capitalized on that anxiety which also (laughs) happens to be an anxiety that is felt predominantly by young affluent people because it has become increasingly popular to get pit bulls and other kinds of rescue dogs like that and so this film would tap into that psychologically and therefore uh, be very very successful what if what if oh my god what if the movie opens with a ripoff of the sarah mclaughlin and the eyes of an angel song <laughs> seeing the sad looking dogs oh shit sees, sees a fucking dog on there and says i want that fucking dog goes to get that fucking dog and, and the, that the, the movie's beauty. called angel eyes ah, <laughs> which is the joke is i think i think the execution movie. of that commercial is gonna gonna definitely definitely hinge on 
us building that out not to seem like a dog about the demon dog like, yeah, yeah. like a movie about yeah, a yeah, demon yeah. dog it has to be like a movie that's like a newlywed couple and they adopted a dog yeah, yeah, and yeah. it's supposed to be good oh god yeah there you go there's a little bit of conflict yeah, there yeah. they're oh, they're uh they're trying to have a child uh-huh oh. the dog conceives a child yes uh, just like the omen there's the third act just like I was the omen trying to figure out, i was like how do we how does this entirely wrap That's, up oh my god it's the backstory to the omen and the oh, omen we yeah. see a dog having having the birth of the uh, birthing the antichrist so act three Ooh. is about the wife and being seduced by the dog and then getting pregnant yes. from the dog and yes. then giving birth to the son of uh, the antichrist and that's our big reveal at the end is that it's not actually a scary dog movie it is in fact an antichrist movie and this is just sort of this is like the prologue to the antichrist story i love it i I really do love it i don't think we should put this out we should not put this podcast out guys we should hang on to this idea and and then cliff and i are going to make lots of money off of it and we're going to take all the credit now trademark (laughs) copyright can you just imagine yes if while we were having that conversation, yes. we were just really tiny on the screen and Matt Fraser was doing thrusters. Like <laughs> yeah! Right mm-hmm. That's the kind of content you're going to get on the, on the sand stream of the CrossFit now, games. I'm almost inclined to think, why don't we just do Beavis and Butthead the CrossFit games there? Just us, you know, saying stupid things at it, <laughs> making jokes, whole time. I think I know. Wow, that's a wide stance, Bo. <laughs> oh, there's a squirrel on the fence back there. He sees uh, a squirrel, so he's trying to throw off big dick energy at that squirrel. <laughs> he's trying to throw off vibes, like real masculine vibes. Uh, the, uh, I think if I'm, if I am in, uh, if I am well, I will be in Madison, so I'm going to be in Madison. Yeah, I think ruining our plans. Ruining our plans. What I'm going to do is create the the Arm and Hammer TV <laughs> slash Scale is Needed live stream of the CrossFit Games, and it's just going to be Boner the Pinata mm. on the corner, mm-hmm. and and just an yes. audio source from no. literally anything. Fuck, fuck the corner. All right, <laughs> Bowie, green screened. Uh, directly into the center of the frame, like and just slightly too big, so it's always slightly yeah. obstructing core action. All you can see is like yeah. what's on the peripherals yeah, yeah. of what's going on in the main lane. Good, Bowie did not get the squirrel, you guys. He, yeah, but it sounds like he came close. These Arm Texas squirrels are weak, man. They do not know how to evade. Like yeah. they will let you come up and pet them. Yeah, yeah. they have not they have been no shot fear. enough. Yeah, that is weird, yeah. It's the Austin squirrels specifically. No one's shooting Austin squirrels, so they have no fear of humans. Loki that- has murdered multiple squirrels. Oh, good. I have found I have found squirrel carcasses. Loki has done what we were just describing, uh, but with squirrel carcasses. Yeah, like yeah, She'll yeah. hide them in places. Like She'll create a little den underneath a shrub. Oh, yeah, Loki. And then I'll be, cutting, I'll be mm-hmm. cutting the grass, and I'll go out in the back, and I'll be like, what is oh. that writhing thing? Guys, guys, that's... Yes, 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 that's the thing. I don't know what I was thinking before. I don't know what I was thinking before. It's it's a female dog in the movie, I, which oh, I think yeah, is where yeah, you guys no, are no, going. So, so it's not... Gives birth yeah, the, the female yeah. dog gives birth to the Antichrist, so it actually the female dog seduces the husband and not the wife, uh, and so gets his seed, and then uh, can see, then gives birth to the Antichrist, just like in The Omen. So. Oh, okay, and we can have kind of a, a play mm-hmm. off of um, that Al Pacino, Keanu Reeves movie. Mm-hmm. Where Devil's Advocate. The Devil's Advocate. Yes. Uh, that's a great double entendre, by the yes. way. Yes. Oh. Uh, the where we literally rewatched that movie last week. There's just there's just flame, and mm-hmm. instead of him being seduced by his sister, he's being seduced by uh, the dog. Yeah. Perfect. Love it. Uh-huh. All this makes sense. Dog's name's Rosemary. Yeah. Nailed it. Oh, man. We're just. Uh, See, that's too winky. It's too too winky. It's too winky. No, what you want to do is you want to utilize the lattice work that underlies good films, but you don't want to actually actively show your hand. 
go. <laughs> Perfect. See, that would really just ground it. That adds a little bit of authenticity. Rescue dog, they name it Groot, super cute. And then uh, then he eats your genitals. Anyway, so the oh. CrossFit Games World Feed is going to be a live stream that they're providing. And uh, my understanding is that there are, there are going to be uh, a lot of different mm-hmm. access points for this. So hmm. uh, what they're hoping for is kind of like a localization right they're looking mm-hmm. they're hoping that there's going to be you know like a spanish language commentary and an mm-hmm. italian commentary mm-hmm. and, i don't know an irish commentary because yeah, a lot of this makes sense as just a way to get it to if they want to increase that international representation rather than negotiating a million little deals yeah. you know where every where every frame is being controlled therefore people have to be hired and paid and bought and sold to make sure it gets into fucking uh, you know, Portuguese or something like that. This is a really interesting way of just clearly showing that their priority is just expansion of awareness, expansion of engagement, involvement in the whole CrossFit sport and growing. So it's it's really it's interesting. I it's mean, really it's exactly cool. yeah. what they did with regionals to sanctionals, yeah. right? Regionals was something in-house, completely controlled by them and stifled, limited by that control, by yep. that hand that they had in it Mm -hmm. threw that shit in the trash where it belonged brought in the sanctionals independent events to create their own flavor their own version of this that are you know involved in but not directly controlled by the crossfit games Mm -hmm. and that's really what's happening with the broadcast the Mm -hmm. broadcast is no longer this like big to do that crossfit is putting on pretending like this thing Mm -hmm. is one of the big four sports which it fucking isn't and probably never will be Mm -hmm. And instead are creating an opportunity for people who really care about the sport and really love the sport to speak directly to the fans of the sport that like them. Yeah. Yeah. And the other Mm -hmm. thing, by the way, guys, is just, you know, Cliff and I have worked in the sort of online sports streaming space for a long time now. And the entire industry is shifting in that direction right now. Like money is flowing out out of the ESPNs, money is flowing out, they're laying off people, money is flowing out of the NBC Sportses, and it's flowing into this distributed, uh, you know, specialized online streaming thing. There's all sorts of people. Yes, over the top. There you go. There's all sorts of, and to kind of, you know, to let you guys know what that usually looks like, is it usually looks like someone, say, I don't know, bowling, you know, and they have a little bowling event, and they put on a little stream, and then they sell that stream with some really shitty deal to ESPN who you know once a year at 3 a.m. will like broadcast a cut down of 30 minutes just of the finals of the championship round and more and more people now are getting out of those shitty deals and getting into other deals that uh, online that allow them to kind of broadcast more to broadcast you know they could where instead of just showing the finals of the, the the championships they're showing their whole season through websites and various online sports things much like the company that cliff and i work for all that kind of shit mm. um but uh what's interesting about the crossfit thing is just that the whole thing now is that though these streaming rights they are the thing that is of economic value, more so than anything else. So it's like these the rights to broadcast. So they're still being controlled by, very tightly by most uh, governing bodies, entities, hosts of events. They're trying to sell them and trade them for cash to put on the event. What's unique about CrossFit is it's just entering that space and it's deciding that whatever money that it would get for 
selling that streaming right, selling that stream is not as valuable to the company and its goals overall as just making it, putting it out there, yeah. which is really cool and interesting. And uh, it'll be, I think it will have the effect that they are trying to induce, which is a lot more people who are going to watch the CrossFit games. I think mm. <clears throat> one of the things that I, I, I liked the general quality of the production that we were seeing from CrossFit and its its games broadcasts. I thought they were they're really tight. Um, but a big part of what made them successful uh, isn't going to be present in this version, and that that's kind of like the I I just put up a video on YouTube about a fucking great shirt. I put up a video on YouTube about it, um, and I I kept using the the word cohesion, um, which is basically this idea that. From the ground up, it's kind of well planned and and coordinated, mm -hmm. right? The mm -hmm. commentators know what the event is. They know who's competing. They know you know where the camera is going to go next. They have a stats intern that tells them exactly what you know this person in this lane did at the mm -hmm. last year event or ten years ago or whatever. That's not going to be there because there isn't going to be any of that communication. CrossFit's creating the feed and then producing it yep. uh, uh, for the live feed to be used by other people who can mm -hmm. then just commentate over something that they're watching, which yeah. is which is very not, which is pretty common actually in a lot not of these, uncommon exactly we, all the time in a lot of events that we do. You know, we um, you know a lot of events that we do. You know, they they have just self-produced streams and people just sell off the stream to whomever. So this is a very common thing. What is highly uncommon is the fact that they're just saying. It's free, free for everybody, you know, which is pretty cool. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And at the at the end of the day, though, uh, the payoff is like, yes, it's not going to be available to watch on ESPN. Yeah, yeah. But that was always inconvenient anyway. Yeah. Right. You had to like spoof an IP or like have yes. a cable yeah. account to watch. And, and, or on more ESPN. realistically, use your parents cable code. Right. Because the only people who have cable codes for ESPN are over 50 years old. And then on mm -hmm. top of that, when it moved over to like, you know, being on Facebook and YouTube and CBS, the live stuff that was happening on on CBS or ESPN, that was all fucking garbage. It was really weird to watch. It, it always felt like it was tonally completely off base with what CrossFit was all about. Um, and then, you know, you're not losing in this current format, this new format. You're not losing the ability to watch it on Facebook or YouTube. You're gaining two, three, four dozen new outlets. channels yeah. and yeah. outlets that you can watch it off of. Mm -hmm. And uh, that I think is is really fascinating to see how exactly that's gonna that's gonna pan out because with mm -hmm. that many options, you're gonna have a really wide range of like, you know, takes and flavors and mm -hmm. uh, interpretations on what the product should end up looking like. Mm -hmm. And this further just builds tremendously off of this strategy lately of you know CrossFit outsourcing all of its media to outside sources. Well, mm -hmm. if anyone and you know see which sources can rise to the uh, to the occasion and you know uh, become pillars in the uh, in the uh, in the CrossFit media space, and this just expands that even more into a whole nother category of things. Maybe one person who's doing the commentaries over in Australia is just the most entertaining way to watch, and it spreads on social media. <laughs> and Benny watch this, watch <laughs> this guy's stream. Yeah, that's not a bad idea yeah, for actually, Ben and Ricky to do commentary on it. Hey, Ben and Ricky, if well, you're listening, 
do comment live commentary on the CrossFit Games. Why not? Mm, well, what yeah, I wouldn't have rested <laughs> right there. I would have been feeling <laughs> pretty refreshed. What if the new? You <laughs> <laughs> should just pick up that barbell, that? keep going. Why would have you been feeling so? <laughs> and refreshed? then, like every commercial break yeah. is brought to you by Endurable. Yes, yes. <laughs> well, I think that's the thing, man. That's interesting. It's like, what if, what if the like everyone's in a rush and everyone's going to try and shoot the CrossFit Games. Everyone's going to try and cover the CrossFit Games this year because there's a lot of media restrictions being lifted. But what if the battle to be fought is not? in Madison what if the battle to be fought is from everyone's home studio to just see who can give the most entertaining commentary to the CrossFit Games I mean I have a feeling that's where the real battle is to be fought who and who in the world is more uniquely positioned to provide a world class commentary than the four people around this table that's a super easy thing to break all you have to do is put on a cooking show Mm -hmm. of you really like first first rate yeah, fucking yeah. C- cooking show while the games are going on behind you. So you're explaining how to make a souffle mm. in the foreground, and in the background is the CrossFit Games. That's go. the dream. Easily. Yes. Protein no, I souffle. It. I love it. Or we could even do ASMR. We could do all sorts of things during the thing. I'm just saying, during the <laughs> CrossFit Games... balloons rubbing against each other. My brain is... You said protein souffle... And I'm losing my shit over that <laughs> phrase. <laughs> and then you move into ASMR. I I can't. I didn't even catch up to protein souffle. And you what, brought what, in what Chase and I are saying is that there's a lot of options. That there's a lot of play there. We could do yes. You obviously, could hear the torch. High protein uh, uh, French baked goods. Um, you know, uh, weird fetishistic sound videos. A lot of different things could be integrated into the stream. You know, like what's your favorite type of YouTube content? You should do. <laughs> we should just do that stream and yes. then have Armin record a whole bunch of soundboard stuff. Yeah, we just interject. Yes, like perfect. Bowie. <laughs> <laughs> No, no, no. Here's the thing: is that we what we do is we kind of take people on a little a little tour, a little history of YouTube. So initially, you know, we bring in some cats and things. Then later on, we We're review cereal. Guy. Yes, and then later on, for like 20 minutes, it's just me covering metal songs on my guitar, like in front, just in front <laughs> of the stream. And we just kind of take people on a little tour. We don't even have to go live. We'll just shoot all this shit in advance, and we'll just put it over the top, and you guys will get the best CrossFit Games watching experience. We're not going to do any of this because it would be way too much work. Oh, sure, sure. Still, a lot of work. Except for the one thing that I think could be done is if you get enough footage of Bowie and your other dogs that you can make a loop that's wow. long enough that someone doesn't see the same footage repeating too quickly, you could have the dog stream of the CrossFit Games. There's just dogs going on there, and I think people... Might stick around for that. But then, get views, but then views. randomly, every time the loop cycles around, like, and there's a, that little edit, like we just cut to Dennis Hopper in speed, touching his lips and going, "No, fuck!" When he realizes <laughs> that Keanu Reeves looped, when Keanu Reeves looped that bus video because the woman's purse appears in his lap. You know, you understand. I get it. See, I'm no, I'm doing the no yes, thumb you're doing thing. the no thumb thing. Doing the no you thumb. You know, he thing. does that thing, and then boom. And then we're right back to where we started again with Sonny being the best dog. By the way, this whole time, you know, all this bark. Sonny is just down just here just chill being as the fuck. best dog. Pop quiz, hot shot. Exactly. Pop Who quiz. won the CrossFit Games in 2014 on the women's side? Yes. <laughs> and then, like, in between events, we'll just cut to random scenes from Speed. Like when, you know, all of a sudden, Jeff Daniels is he's busting into that house and they think they're about to catch Dennis Hopper and they're sure. And oh, then they no. walk in and then they see that little thing and it's beeping and he goes, oh, shit. And then, boom, Jeff Daniels. And Jeff Daniels was very likable. He was Keanu Reeves' best friend. And that's when Keanu Reeves, it becomes personal. It's not about the job anymore. It's about, it's about, revenge. It's about revenge. What was the... Okay, we have like 
15 seconds before I have to reset this. Dicks, but butts, at the asses. Very end of, at the very end of speed, he knocks his head off of one of those, using yes. one of the lights yeah. on top uh-huh. of the subway. Mm-hmm. What does he say? I'm, t- what, what I'm taller. I'm taller. I'm taller. <laughs> I knew there was a fucking And that's after, after Dennis Hopper is saying about how fucking rich or awesome he or smarter he I'm is. I'm so much smarter than, so much smarter oh, yeah? than you. Well, I'm taller. Yep. Yeah, there it is. You guys remember when Dennis Hopper was in Waterworld? Yeah, of course. He was great, great in Waterworld. He kicked World. ass in Waterworld. He was great, and so is Waterworld. Yeah, everything in Waterworld is great. Mm-hmm. My Sometimes I said, just hope for that day that everything turns to water. Yeah, that sounds, <laughs> seemed like an awesome life. It didn't <laughs> my, seem bad. My, uh, you didn't have to go to work, about Dennis Kyle. Hopper. So it's like, my mommy says when people's skin is red, it's because they've had too much to drink or too much sun. And he's had both because he's Dennis Hopper. He's goddamn, goddamn right. That guy lived hard for a very long time. Yep. Heineken. Fuck that shit. Paps Blue Ribbon. Goddamn right. PBR. You've never seen Blue Velvet. You've never seen Blue Velvet. No. Yeah. We've talked about this multiple times. If you appreciate insane uh, Dennis Hopper, that's the... That's the most insane by a factor of five. Yes. Oh, oh shit. Not that's, even exaggerate. That takes crazy Dennis Hopper from Apocalypse Now and just pisses all over him and is just like, boom, jumps a motorcycle into Crazy Town. That sounds awesome. Yes. Remember Crazy Town? Come, come, my li- what there is that, man? What was that? Yeah, yeah. Was that it? Was that I it? I think that was Crazy that was it. Town. That was Crazy Town, right? They were like this weird. It was like new metal meet Sugar Ray or something. Yeah. I have no idea what it was. I just briefly come remember. Come, my lady. Come, come, my lady. Yes, exactly. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. God, my that was Sugar Town. And like they literally, Crazy, crazy, crazy They literally town. like were went on like metal tours because I guess they came from being like something. And I remember like being at like Ozfest one year, and, and like they were playing, and they were there, and just being booed because it was like them, and then later Morbid Angel. <laughs> you know, it was that like it was sense. just crazy. You it's know, the one-two punch. I think that yeah, yeah, yeah. Looking for yeah, new metal's back. By the way, have you heard? New metal is having a resurgence uh, of hipness. What, what exactly is new metal? So corn. new metal, corn. Yeah, so I'm cor- seeing corn. Yeah, like in a few. Well, there few you weeks. go. But corn and limp biscuit. There's actually a really fantastic article. I can't remember who did it that new talks about nu. By the oh, way, okay. yes. that yes. Part- it's a very particular. It's a very genre. particular. He's genre. not referring to new metal as in the new metal that's coming yes. out. That's not it. It's generally that. it's generally spelled as nu. The genre. Yeah, so the genre of new not metal. Not to be confused with nude metal. Yes, well, that's which is spelled similarly. Which is what mm-hmm. Cliff and Kyle do on the weekends. Oh yes, yeah. but uh, but yes, but new metal. If you want specifically, <laughs> if you want the act if of <laughs> listening to metal while naked. Yes, yeah. Yeah. nude metal. I've there done that go. a few times. Yeah. Is there any other way to listen to metal? You let yes. the bass just radiate yes. your balls. But because I know Chase cares about these things, new metal was a genre that emerged in the '90s and was after hair metal the only other time that metal kind of flirted with pop like sort of crossover mainstream success and as a result a bunch of bands jump ship into the new metal sound and it's kind of looked back on generally as a very embarrassing period in the history of metal when exactly well but there's actually like there's a lot of good stuff there's a lot of good stuff but it really does it really does begin with corn because basically there was a band because corn kind of emerged with this weird new sound and they ended up hooking up with a producer who had worked on a lot of sort of grunge and alt records coming out of the uh, 90s and instead of producing their album sort of as a metal record for a metal audience he sort of produced it with a lot of production conventions that were more popular in the kind of alt and grunge world and created this weird new sound which suddenly at the time was the only heavy music kind of waning off the 80s when thrash and hair metal and everything was feeling incredibly dated it was suddenly a heavy sound 
that was hip. It felt very contemporary and new. Mm. And basically, it's mostly often maligned because it's very simplistic. It's usually like these little half-step riffs or like bounce riffs or chug riffs that just go over and over again for people to mosh to. It's like metal dumbed down. Yes, exactly. And that's how people that's how people viewed it. In fact, Sepultura, quite controversially, uh, and of course, this led to them having enormous commercial success on their album Roots. I mean, Sepultura had come straight out of sort of very, Haunted. very, very fast no. thrash-based uh, uh, death metal and thrash and thrash metal, and then they, with their album Roots, suddenly just went fuck that and jumped a hundred percent over into basically kind of a tribal interpretation of corn sound with just like you know da da dun da dun kind of really simplistic riffs and they were advised uh, there's in this wonderful article actually one time that talks about kind of the history of new metal like their management and everything various people were saying like don't put this out it's going to ruin your career and of course it was the biggest selling record they had ever made and then everyone jumped on board with fucking new metal and that's when you got your limp biscuits and crazy town eventually and then there was a huge rollback on all that and everyone realized that it kind of sucked and no one talked about it for 15 years and then now everyone there's a kind there is nostalgia there still because i was a new metal kid slipknot is still around slipknot as much as they try and talk call it say that they're not a new metal band they're kind of the quintessential new metal band i'm about and that's yeah. actually one of the <clears throat> the core tenets of being a new metal band is saying that you are a new <laughs> yes metal band. 100 percently yeah. denying it yes exactly and uh but now there's these interesting new bands that are taking these other extreme sounds like there's a band called vein spelled v-e-i-m that's mixing math core and hardcore and a lot of these other extreme sounds. And then all of a sudden in the middle of it, you'll just get a and it's just like, like with like little scronky little little good new metal, like guitar corn things over it. And you're just like, holy shit. Like how did this suddenly become the bleeding edge of hip is like sounding like corn all of a sudden. So you'll hear this really dense math core. And then all of a sudden, just just straight out of like 1998 Jinko jeans and hoodies, oh, like yeah. mosh fuck riffs yeah. come in, and it's really you fucking think that crazy. Guy's lower back is okay because he carried that uh, that bass way down low, too low, way mm. too low. I mean, he it looked like he had to put like four guitar straps together to get it. Well, it was low pretty enough. much it was pretty much his hmm. right hand playing style was pretty much at his knee the whole time, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, very, very he's odd. like bent over. The bass was like at his shins. Well, it was it, the bass was this. so heavy that that's how low it had to be. It was yeah. so heavy, so many the strings, so detuned of the earth wouldn't let it rise yeah. above his shins. Yeah, the gravitational resonance when you hit those kind of low notes, it's kind of uh, uh, resonates with the gravitational waves. If he had and any just, higher, just pulls it down and down and if down. If he had it any higher, it would pull the tectonic plates of the earth yeah. and create massive earthquakes. While they're performing, corn actually forms a binary Earth system, <laughs> where uh, wherein the Earth revolves both around the sun as well as around his corn. base. Yes, <laughs> yes. As it actually turns out, astrology isn't real, one. but Fieldy's base is. That's right. I know the name of the bass player in Corn. You piece of shit. Well, it was he was, it was a very famous bass player because yeah. the bass was very heavily featured in there. Yep. And you know what? Despite all of the shitting on new metal, because of the time when I grew up. Uh, even though I didn't like any of the music of new metal, not really. I mean, I like corn a little bit and stuff. I still those images of what new metal guys look like is still my image of what cool is. <laughs> Period. <laughs> my image of what cool like, is is spiky blonde, <laughs> spiky blonde hair. <laughs> 
a blue Dickies jumpsuit with legs that are like two feet wide, mm. a a little necklace of metallic Spikes. balls. No, metallic Ex- balls oh, on a little better. chain. Oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, little solid metal hoop earrings in both ears. Uh, just th- just just a soul patch. Just a little soul patch. Um, and if you've got the clavicle piercings, your chain even, wallet. Oh yeah, chain oh, wallet. Chain, chain wallet. Chain wallet sure. is the key. Yeah, 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 yeah. that's good. Now, I'm, th- I'm th- mainly then, thinking the uh, the uh, male cornrows yeah. with uh, white big, male cornrows, big ass, yeah, yeah, yeah. big ass jeans, and the chain wallets. That's mainly and what a I'm a shirt from Hot Topic that says "Can't sleep, the clowns will eat me" over and yeah. over again. Maybe uh, my nails yes. painted black too. Is yes. that a thing there? Yeah. It oh, yeah. a thing but there, only yeah. a couple nails painted black. Like it or not, this is the alpha male. <laughs> in, in Cliff's perspective, that is... If that guy came in right now... Yeah, yeah, yeah. What's a more... What's like a more... Uh, specific isn't the right word for it because they're all very specific. But like a more hardcore fan base, the the new metal fan base, or like the guitar god fan base, like the fans of the Steve Vai. I don't and think the there really is there. a new metal fan base in that sense. Like if anything, it's a thing that people are only now sort of starting to like test the waters, test the thin ice of like admitting that they like publicly. Exactly. Whereas, like the guitar yeah, gods, people good. are people are obsessive about guitar god people. They they're obsessive about them. They follow them around. Maybe that's going to happen with new metal at some point, but it's certainly not the case now. So, even me, it's like tough because like when I hear when I heard that band, uh, it, it took me like about six months to come around. People are like they're starting to integrate new metal. I'm like, nope, nope, that's it. That's where. That's where my nostalgia what ends. What band is this? I'm curious. Uh, Vane, V-E-I-N. And there's a couple other bands doing it. But eventually, slowly, I kind of came around to it. And I'm, just so, I'm starting to let go of that part of myself that uh, I even wore a Coal Chamber shirt around uh, my apartment the oh, other yeah. day. You know, I'm starting to bust out some of that late 90s uh, vintage. Shirts still look cool. Late 90s vintage Those is coming new back. New metal shirts are badass looking. I, I think there's a lesson to be learned here, a lesson that can be extrapolated to nearly anything that we're all involved in. Um, like a cross-dresser, I put on a Coal Chamber shirt and wore it out in public just to sort of get that little thrill yeah. of excitement, admitting some deep secret part yeah. of myself that I'm just I, I'm going to own it now you're going to I'm going to own it this is who outing, I am you're outing yourself this is who I, I knew in high band. school I knew in high school I liked cold chamber but I just haven't been able to admit it until now big truck that's the name of one of their songs <laughs> I have no idea I, you lost me a big yeah. truck those that's guys good. do have big trucks of that's course right. that's part of the whole look but uh, I'm admitting it. I'm owning it well, now. I'm, I'm living for your big pants. I'm living out loud, Armin. There's, there's a, there's, there's careers to be made by being hyper specific with w- the the community that you're serving. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like a math rock, new metal, deathcore band. Yes. That seems to be a really small overall field of people that would be pumped about that mm. or like super pumped about it but I would, it's enough yeah. for them to exist totally. and mm-hmm. probably tour and make a living yeah, I, think, yeah. I think it could it could be it's more they're good though that's the thing is they're pulling it off in a way that's actually listenable to and good so i don't think it's a matter of you're searching for these genres i think it's a matter of hopefully maybe some of the new metal elements there because it's t- after time has given us you know plenty of distance can be incorporated as a tool in the tool chest for metal in the exactly future. it's That's like what they what figured hoping. out a way to mix it with, it's a it's not about the decision to do it it's about who can figure out the way to integrate those sounds in a way that feels exciting and new like 
you know, for another example being Deaf Heaven, who became incredibly popular because they were able to hybridize, uh, or they, they were one of the best bands that was able to hybridize black metal and shoegaze music, or black metal and post-rock music, mm-hmm. uh, as well as, in, you know, elements of Screamo and a bunch of other shit. Should write but, that down, um, kind of like shoegaze. But... Uh, but a bunch of other bands have tried to do that, both kind of before, around, and after, and some have been successful, like uh, uh, Bostonage or Bostonage. Yeah, that's one of them. That's a weird name for a band, but you should listen to it anyway. But it's not the decision to do it; it's who's going to do it right, Armin. That's what I'm saying. So what? I, I think I think if you can do it right, yeah, you don't need to create something that's that's you know a Taylor Swift style mass market. Nope. You know, you can you can serve two people. I mean, and that's have ba- a fucking career. We're literally talking into a camera for YouTube right now, so we're all about serving really niche products to a very small audience. That's the direction everything's going. In fact, all the prevailing like studio upheavals and things and things buying and creating streaming services is all like the death throes of the old like one to many media system all sort of dying and converting over to just various pockets of people creating highly specific content for small audiences that's highly mm-hmm. specialized and that's the future that's where everything's going and you're just seeing now the as everything's creating a streaming service and this you're just seeing like the leviathan that was the old media sort of empire just sort of in its death throes and shrinking and dying like the end of a cool movie where like the sun rises and like the vampires like like smoke and shit's coming it's out. It's like what we're seeing with everybody having their own sort of like a coupon code for protein or something. 100%. Yes. It's like, mm. uh, do we have a coupon code? Yeah. I don't know. Chase. Just email yes. Chase. Email to Chase. sell you for an extent and I'll hook Just you up. Venmo Chase any amount of money and he's going to send you the appropriate amount yes, of supplements. <laughs> you know, <laughs> <laughs> he'll do all the conversion and the math for you. And mm-hmm. you and he'll put them all into one unmarked bag of powder. That's right. 100%. You, I mean, listen, it's hard work to mix it and, and Trust you're me. getting a lot of bonus there. It's properly proportioned. Just one yeah. scoop a day. It also comes with, it also comes with a coupon download uh, code for the chase app mm-hmm. that's just the light bulb for when he's erecting yes. <laughs> nice. and i would love to see yeah i would love to see one getting pulled over by the cops after having that stuff in your car it's like it's not because it's not not boxes of c4 it's just plastic baggies with white powder in them we, uh, so how do you explain to the cops that no it's not cocaine it's just pre-workout yeah so, <laughs> so working at Cellucor, there's quite yeah. a few like stories about airport situations where mm-hmm. we've had to like get mm-hmm. powder the product to people yeah, yeah, yeah. get powder uh, like, like can't you smell how much this smells like fruit punch <laughs> like we're going to go meet like an athlete and yeah, like yeah. someone's well, like oh we're doing like a shoot we need this product yeah, yeah. we can't overnight it or anything yeah, like yeah. we're taking it with us yeah. and like there's only been like a few instances that i've heard of but yeah. one of one of them in particular was uh was pretty sketchy oh yeah and they had to like just leave everything at the airport because <laughs> they just did not believe them that it was pre-workout <laughs> all right <laughs> i'm just envisioning do you remember those old shitty sandwich bags which didn't have like a real closure? It was just like the fold over. Fold, yeah. yeah, that's the type. No, of no, bag that, that that's chased. exact. But so you know the package that you got from uh, the bros at Bl- Bl- uh, Blonix. Yeah, yeah. 
that's exactly how like all the supplement industry is. They're just like, yeah, just put it in a little tiny drug baggie mm-hmm. and label it whatever it is kind of cryptically. <laughs> and you're like, that that does not seem like it. Can't we brand this somehow so people know? <laughs> like all you have to do is slap your logo with the trademark on and then people are going to instantly be okay with yeah. it. Probably. Well, it's like you, you no. say like, I'm not comfortable having this in my car. It's like, don't worry. There's nothing, there's nothing illegal about it. It's like, yes, but I also have weed in my car. <laughs> so this isn't good for me. <laughs> These stack onto each other. <laughs> This is this is a problem. Damn this is called uh, this is called aggravating circumstances. This could yes. be probable <laughs> cause to get searched. Exactly. And then I'm fucked. <laughs> I really don't want to deep dive into my glove box and trunk, please. Before we leave the music thing, uh, what? What hmm. is what would Deftones fall under? Are they new metal? See, that's actually a, very much they're considered to be part of that new metal thing, but they had such a kind of unique sound. But they're absolutely a, considered to be part of the new metal thing but really they kind of developed their whole sound in such a different way that they kind of are an outlier in that in that thing but yeah a lot of new metal damn it but i I don't think anyone's ashamed it's like deep because i like deftones but instead i'm a sellout like deftones you just have to be a 16 year old latina that's what it sounds like to me i guess i like deftones deep down i'm a 16 year old latina there you go perfect is that really the demographic Uh, mostly okay interesting yeah, How yeah. insulting. There's so many pissed off Deftone <laughs> fans that follow us right now. They're like, fuck you. It's like, just listen and to not. you listen to Morrissey, The Cure, and Deftones. That's, that's a, like a little thing. It's, it's like, it's the next one of those. Can't get into Morrissey. Mm-hmm. You can't Anyways. get into Morrissey? No. That's a shame. I, as, as a guy who doesn't listen to Morrissey. <laughs> <laughs> I can name like one Smith song, I think. That's, that's Didn't about he it. have like a hit single in like the early 2000s? I don't know. Just as Morrissey. I mean, he no. He's had a he's had a very robust solo career as Morrissey. Yeah. But uh, for for many years, it's just not my not my bag. So I've never really gotten into it's it. Too weepy. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> one time I was at. Uh, one time it's I was from a national fan. <laughs> That's too weepy. Uh, I one time I was I overheard the most twee sentence I've ever heard. I think it was actually at at I Love Video back in the day. And this girl just says, I'm so pissed off because he still has my copy, my, he still has my Smith's record and my copy of Ghost World. Oh my God. <laughs> oh my God. That's too perfect. I, I think about Gross. that sentence about once a week. And I'm pissed off because he still has my Smith's record and my copy of Ghost World. Throw out that big clap energy. Nine Inch Nails count as? Dude, Industrial. Nine Inch Nails is industrial. They're the, quinti- they're the, quintis- yes. they're the quintessential uh, uh, sort of industrial metal band because obviously they crossed over into a bunch of other things and they're kind of a pop band. A more pure kind of industrial band would be something like Ministry being kind of the archetypal uh, uh, industrial band. But generally speaking, it is just that Nine Inch Nails is referred to as the high point of industrial metal. Hmm. Fuck yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Slightly earlier than new metal. Yeah. Hmm. Bet you a lot uh, earlier Armin's than new metal. Armin's going to sneeze. Here we go. Here it's we go. It's gone. You Look asshole. at the light. Look at the light. Look at the light. It's gone. Look at the light. Why uh, did you do that? I just I just uh I just ruined his sneeze. That's a particular genre of uh of porn, I'm sure. Sneeze ruining. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Someone's like, "Oh, about to sneeze. I'm about to sneeze." <laughs> noise. And I'm like, "Fuck you." And like, "Ah, I didn't get to finish." <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> We're doing really well, man. Uh, doing really well. Oh my god, I, I feel I got a sneeze. Anyway, <laughs> Chase, you did a competition yesterday. Dude, oh, I did a, Hold on, we never talked about Power Hour. What about? I know it? nobody on the show knows what Power Hour is, but Power Hour. Well, like when you drink every minute for an hour. Exactly. Yeah, oh, so well, except it's CrossFit. Oh. Power Hour oh. is a statewide competition for Texas and Ohio. Yeah. 
You compete at gyms that registered Those as Those states host. aren't next to each other, yeah, by yeah. the way. Correct. Yeah. They're actually on the other side of the planet from each other. Yeah. Uh, you compete at a gym that pays to host this competition. Mm-hmm. So there's select gyms all across Texas and all across Ohio that host it. And then your scores go online onto a mixed leaderboard for, mm. for the two teams. Or not the two teams, for the two states. And what Power Hour is, it's, mm-hmm. it's uh, you complete 12 workouts in the course of one hour, 60 minutes. Mm-hmm. And you're on a team of four, uh, say, same gender. So it's four men, four women. And uh, yeah, it's, uh, I mean, it's 12 workouts as team. Fuck. Mm-hmm. In an hour. Now, does, that's, does any of that sound bad? Split up between team members or is it all team workouts? So there's only, there's only really, uh, I think, I think there was four strength events mm-hmm. that only one athlete's working at a time. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then there's two like individual like AMRAP and then uh, four time workouts. Word. But the rest of it like involves all four team members. That's awesome. Yeah. 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 So you're like, you're basically getting no rest for the entire time. And yeah. Uh, yeah, it was a motherfucker. But signed up with uh, Orion, who you know, and uh, some other guys that went to regionals, and we uh, we mollywopped that shit. We won. Yeah, fuck. That was pretty yeah. nice. Hell yeah, dude. It was oh, like yeah. the worst hour of fitnessing in my entire life. I don't know what made it so hard. What on is the, the prize? Humidity, cash. Nice. Cash money. How much, How much is money it? did you guys win? A grand. Yeah. What the fuck? Huh? Six. Oh Six. my god. That's yeah, actual yeah. money. You could buy I, a pair of shoes with that we money. S- we stacked the fuck out of our team. Like, yeah, yeah, there yeah. no way any <laughs> other team could have like assembled four. I mean, we're like the best. You were ringers, basically. You're just going around <laughs> yeah. and cleaning up like pool hustlers. A hundred percent. But yeah, I actually did a competition yesterday with my significant other, Linda. Mm-hmm. It was our first competition together. It was just pairs. Yes, but you were just drinking a shot of and beer we every minute for an hour. A shot of tequila every yes. minute. Uh-huh. For sixty minutes. Nice. No, it was. Uh, I don't think that's what you're supposed to do. No, it was a little uh, local comp, um, mm-hmm. where there was like three events, and then if you made the finals, your scores got wiped, mm. and then how you placed on the final was how you placed overall for the comp. Yeah. Fuck. And usually, I hate that type of bullshit comp because yeah, yeah. I'm like, man, I just crushed it all day. What the final workout was. <laughs> it's like, man, I crushed it all day, yeah. and now you took away all my points. That feels stupid, and now I might biff it in the final. Uh huh. But for this competition, we ate shit. We didn't eat shit all day. We just didn't do as uh, well as anticipated. Or maybe the other teams were just hmm. better. I'm still convinced that yes. my rower was fucked uh, and it wasn't reading right. It was the <laughs> first, first thing yes. in all competing. Make yes. sure you blame the equipment and uh-huh. not your teammate or yourself. Yes. Um, Definitely don't blame your teammate when it's your significant other. Oh, yeah. The yes. Rip your head off. Um, <laughs> we went into the final. We made it. She we knows were, she's wrong, so it's fine. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> we made it into the final, and we are sixth place. Well out of contention if this was a true file final of making the podium. But <laughs> since it was not a true final style, we were like, oh, shit, we might have a chance. Mm-hmm. And then they announced the workout. And the workout was like no other CrossFit workout that I've ever heard of. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, yeah. so there's no time cap. Uh-huh. There's a rep structure. Uh-huh. But this is how it's gonna go, and then like he opens it by saying, "This is like musical chairs, but for CrossFit." Oh, Fuck yes. oh no. wait, you don't know so when it's gonna end, but whoever's in the lead wins. Is uh, that how? What? Kinda. So the way it works you just have to maintain a lead. The bottom person gets knocked out over time until there's only one person left. Can we just keep yes. guessing? <laughs> Fuck yes. 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 All right. So it starts out with a uh, team run. So it's like maybe 900 meters of running. 
but you have to do it as a relay. So your partner's at the halfway point. And the way the run worked is like the first part of it was like just a super steep ass hill. And then you tagged at the top and your runner took the flat. And then it was like the first eight teams in Get got to, to move on thing? to the next thing. Uh, oh, fuck. Oh, that's, that's awesome. I love that. I love there that. There was love 10 that. teams in the final. So right off the bat, two people get like, two teams get like thrown out. Hell yeah. Thanks, yeah. thanks for running for no reason. Then the next portion of it was uh, 50 box jumps as a team. Uh, so like you, I would do 10, Linda would do 10, and then like so on and so forth. Uh-huh. Uh, you complete those, then you have to race to the next implement. So like you finish your box jumps and you're not done. You have to get to the implement, and if you don't get to an implement while they're still available, then you just get cut from that portion. Oh, I love this. This is good. So, so it really is like musical chairs. So the, the, uh, it, the, okay, the okay. number of implements shrinks and therefore dictates yes. the nature of the workout. That's a great it, it was, idea. Yeah. That's how all team competition should be. I love <laughs> yeah. it. So the next one was uh, some kettlebell snatches. Like at a pretty pretty stupid weight. Yeah. I think I was at like 72 like two pood. Were there any? The only the only hiccup is it would incur some li- potential legal liability. Is any like were there any instances where like two people running at the same box so, and then? So yeah, that that know. was that was another thing. Like I, before we started the event, I was like, this is this is fucking stupid. It's going to be madness. And uh, my main my main priority is making sure neither of us get hurt. So yeah. let's just be smart. And then it was like really really ran smoothly inside, yeah. so we didn't have to worry about that. Luckily. At least for us. Mm-hmm. I think nobody wanted to fuck with our lane because like yeah, we yeah. both look like murderers. Yeah. yeah. Like uh you I think you have you guys have met Linda and she just has like a face that's like You look very crossfitty, <laughs> both of you. <laughs> like I will fuck you up if yeah, you cross yeah. into our lane. So we yeah, are yeah. we had our shit locked down. Um anyways you finished the finished the snatches and then you had to race to a barbell and then the it ended with um thirty thirty front squats. Yeah. Uh 15 for the men at 225 mm. and then 15 for the women at 155 I believe. And were there uh, were there just it was, it was two barbells at the end or Yeah, there uh oh, yeah. well no f- or four cuz it's four, men and women. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Four teams made it into the final the final part of that oh, final okay. workout. Um and then it was like a race to the finish word, who could word, fe- word. complete those and we Wait, got second. So what else nice. happened? Is it was it was the run, the box jumps and the front run, squats or was there anything run, else? Run, box jumps, kettlebell snatches and then front squats. And then front so squats. So they cut two for each one. Yeah. Until there was four at the very end. Nice. Correct. Holy I like that balls! And, and I guess the way to get rid of the legal, like the like people fighting, would be just whoever finishes the last, the rep, the final rep of each round first is just the winner, and they advance. Nope. Yeah, so that, that's the way. That's that the way you, the way you, get you rid should of do it. Is that <laughs> how it was done in the thing? No. Okay. Mm. No, because the they're straight not, up like the violence of musical chairs, where you're trying to like yeah, butt yeah, someone yeah, yeah, out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This was my chair, bitch. A hundred percent, because like the judges there aren't paid judges; yeah, like yeah. they're just volunteers. So yeah, like. Yeah. They can't like pay attention and be like, my team's done. Like they couldn't like yeah. be that instantaneous because there was so much commotion. All they could be is like, okay, well that guy and that girl are at a piece of equipment. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. guess they get to continue. Yeah, because it's like it's I a fun, it's that. a fun it's a fun gym throwdown. But yeah, you could actually do that in competition. It, you just have to be the thing where like as soon as this guy like like hits the boop or, like crosses the thing and as he's like the last guy and there's two other guys there then those people are immediately disqualified just there's not like two teams like converging on a, a box or a barbell at the same instant that's how they should do the cross the games they should yeah. start off and it should just be it should be uh it should be jackie into helen into oh isabel into Fran, Fran, yeah, and yeah. it's just like 
there's there's 150 rowers, so everyone gets to start Jackie, yeah. but there's only 125 barbells. Yes. Uh-huh. And then there's only 100 pull-up spots, and, and then there's only like 80 kettlebells. Set of rings. And that's yeah. how the entire weekend goes in one continuous workout with each element starting further away of, uh, from Madison and they're separated by miles leading slowly back in so it keeps getting narrower and smaller and smaller and you have to transition it's like alright you finished you, congratulations you made it to the next round The next, your time is still running and the next implement is a mile and a half away uh, so just keep heading towards and the arena finally yeah. at the very end on Sunday evening it's just Tia Claire Toomey and Annie Thor's daughter and, and Catherine yeah. Davis' daughter running into the, the ranch where Dave is sitting on a throne made of like barbells melted together, and in front of him is just one implement. And he's like, "Fight it out." Yeah. <laughs> yes, that'd be great. Uh, mm-hmm. I forgot. I forgot what type of soreness like all out running uh, induces. Uh, I haven't. I haven't ran all. Like I think that I'm running all out, but yeah, it's like yeah, running yeah, in a yeah. workout. Like there's four or five rounds, mm-hmm. yeah. so you're like, oh, I'm gonna dial it back. R- running, running is part fast. of taking rest. Yeah. But I, I sprinted this hill. Like, I haven't ran a sprint since, like... Wrestling. Like, yeah, wrestling yeah, or, like, yeah. high school, like, like track like season. track, yeah. I took the fuck off. Because I was like, man, we just got to get to that heavy barbell because Linda's strong as fuck and can out-squat <laughs> all these chicks. I was like, if I can get us to that barbell, we'll, we'll have a chance of winning. So, so she jumped on your shoulders and you started running up that <laughs> hill. <laughs> you never finished the story of where you guys ended up. Oh, yeah. So, so we got to the heavy barbell. We... Mm-hmm. I don't know, man. We just snatched and box jumped faster than we ever have. And we got to the heavy barbell. Mm. And uh, I mean, the team that won. So we took second. The team that won was just like untouchable. Like Mm. we would have had to bring like a crazy stack team to be able to beat them. But we gave them a run for their money. Like it was like seconds between us and them finishing that workout is sick. That is pretty fucking sick. And we beat Orion. That's the main thing. (laughs) Fuck Orion. (laughs) (laughs) Have you guys heard of the uh, have you heard of the Centurion? Someone told me about this. The Centurion is when you do a power hour for 100 minutes yeah. instead mm. of 60. So now we need to Ooh. come up with the CrossFit analog. What is the, the what is the Centurion version? So someone already do that. Mention that. Yeah, so uh, Freddie Camacho uh-huh. who is that nowadays That sounds like the guy who would have done it. Nowadays His last known name's Camacho. Mostly as Mr. China Cho, oh, but course. previously was a CrossFit Games athlete in mm. his own right. In fact, had a really interesting video called Camacho's Revenge mm. where uh, after he had lost to Jason Kalipa at the CrossFit Games, mm-hmm. he happened to be training with Kalipa. They both live in NorCal. He happened yeah. to be training with Kalipa at the time while they were filming. I think it was at some L1 and uh, uh, they were like, "You know what?" Freddie, come up with a workout that you are 100% confident you can beat Jason in, and we're going to call it Camacho's Revenge, and they uh-huh. did it on the spot. Uh-huh. It was interesting. And, but spoiler alert, folks. Uh, he doesn't, he doesn't, doesn't win. win. Yeah. 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 I, I, I think it was some variation on the deadlift burpee <laughs> workout, except flipping one of the movements to make it overhead or something yeah. weird uh, like that. So uh, anyway, yeah. Freddie Camacho, one time when uh, he opened uh, one of his gyms, he like, moved locations with the gym and uh, to – you know, set it off, and during the party, they did something, uh, they did a century. They did a 100 minutes, yeah. on-the-minute shot of beer, plus a pull-up. Oh! 
with the drinking involved too. Yeah, and uh, I don't think I'd have to check with him, but I'm pretty sure nobody finished it. Yep. And they they before anybody even worked out in the gym had to clean up vomit so, from everywhere. everywhere. Yeah, that's, and well, that's, that's what's going to happen. Play that, stupid games. We uh, <laughs> we hosted the. Uh, Do you want to puke everywhere? Because that's how I you puke, puke everywhere. everywhere. Mm-hmm. We at Flow hosted the that beer mile event, and maybe. Oh, Maybe we I still do. That. I don't. Remember. We don't. Not anymore. Not anymore. But uh, but the whole thing there. The reason the thing is with the beer mile. It's where you drink a beer, run a mile. Obviously, we parodied that for the whole uh, nose torque mile years ago. Mm. Hashtag uh, rest <laughs> in peace. Another Daniel video Kalbacher. that doesn't exist. Um. So. Uh. No. No. That doesn't exist out there in the world. Okay, yeah. One hundred percent. Um. But the thing is, it's not about. And I can imagine this would definitely be the case if you're doing one pull up at a time. It's about just putting a bunch of foamy liquid into your stomach and then bouncing up and down because when people vomit during the beer mile and tons of people vomit during the beer mile, it's not because they've had so much alcohol that they they have to regurgitate. It's because they chug a beer and then go bouncing down the track and what happens is literally foam just starts pouring out of their mouth and they start throwing up. Cliff just did this to a co-worker recently where he chugged a 40 and then sprinted oh, yeah. and then did the same thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, so... I can imagine with the Centurion. Tell me that was called a forty forty. It was. That was yeah. exactly. That was the concept. It was forty forty. Yeah. That's yeah. hilarious. It was, it was Gordon. And yep, it Gordon, was Gordon threw up Mac. so much. It was great. It was great. He, yeah, he yeah. threw up into nearby grading for like forty five seconds good. straight, yeah. and the camera just held on him. It was yeah. great. That's and good. We uh, we're we're just really. That's everything I ever wanted there. with Gordon. Yes. Yeah. No. That's good. No. It's, that and that it's baby driver thing. thing. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. He looked just like that guy. He did look like. He looks like Ansel. What the fuck? Engelbert. Engelbert. Engelbert Humperdinck. That's it. That's it. Starring um, in the new West Side Story remake. Indeed, he is. Mm-hmm. But I want to touch on the Centurion thing because if you fill your stomach with a, that's a lot of beer, a shot per minute, and then you're jumping up to grab the bar, doing a pull up, and then dropping off the bar and bouncing off the ground, presumably, and doing that in basically a continuous cadence, you're gonna have a giant ball of foam in your stomach pretty quick. I think we should try it. Yeah. But with Lacroix, I'll obviously, because I don't see drink there. anymore. How yeah. about Zevia? Yeah, Can, would Zevia sponsor this? Why not? Yeah, we'd Let's have to do come it. up with a good. Nothing matters. We'd have to have come. O two would probably sponsor it. Nice. Someone's going to sponsor it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, uh, yeah, that's a great idea. Centurion Power Hour. Love it. We all know that Cliff can really rock out the pull-ups. So, yes. and oh. he has a tremendous stomach capacity. He could be the dark horse to take this entire thing. Oof. You're trained for it. Hell yeah. yeah. I mean, if you really want vomit, it would just be the Centurion Power Hour, and you do a shot of beer and a jump, uh, like a jumping jack or burpee. Yeah. Oof. And then you don't have to worry about rhabdo in your arms. Gross. Yeah. But there's, Super gross. Mm, but that's, that makes it entirely a metabolic challenge, whereas with pull-ups, at least with Cliff and I, it would just at least be a muscular exhaustion challenge at a certain point, which is... Bad, but not as bad as just doing burpees until you what feel like if you we, want to die. What if we did a double body weight back squat? That's what I was thinking. Ooh. And then that gives us a chance of quad explosion. Yes. It, there aren't too many of us around yeah, this yeah. table who can do that. Yes. Um, we do a half body weight <laughs> back squat. Speaking of double body weight back squats, yeah. more than double. Uh, oh. Sam Dancer? Sam, did you guys yeah. see that? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I love everything about that post. I, I literally sent it to Cliff, and my I literally sent it to Cliff on Instagram, and I said, see, even Sam Dancer isn't squatting anymore. Yeah, it, was, it, it was yeah, the most yeah. beautiful post I've ever seen, wherein, yes, he uh, puts 500 on the uh, bar and squats it twice, but in a little caption, it's like, he says, I've not put a bar on my back in like 16 months, something insane like that, and then he hashtags it with about 25 things. 
things that are things he's doing, like yoga, like step-ups, shit like that. Split squats. Split squats. All sorts of stuff. Oh, so, breath work. He mentions breath, breath work. work. Shout out to Laird Hamilton, obviously. Uh-huh. Reverse hyperdog. Someone, dog. someone yeah. comments on Reverse. there like, oh, uh, you know, did you have an injury that we didn't know? He's like, yeah. no, I just don't think it's a good idea to smash your spine with exactly. a bar every day. That's yes. probably an excellent idea. Yeah. 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 I agree. Yeah, man. I'm kind of starting to come around to that. Well, Cliff and I have been talking. (laughs) Cliff and I have been talking about that lately, and and we were just like, we'll go on walks because we're doing a lot more like walks and shit now instead of, you know, powerlifting all the time. Uh And Cliff will just randomly say, it's amazing how good my body feels all the time now that I'm not squatting. (laughs) Dude. And I think there's a balance. Obviously, squatting has led to so many amazing benefits for my body. And yet, I think especially on the other side of 30, there's a point of diminishing returns where I think increasing the amount of space between the times when I squat by long periods of time, weeks and days, might be the way to go. I don't know. I wonder if that was a PR. No. Oh no, oh no 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 he's no. squatted so much more than that i mean in fairness sam dancer like he's he's his squat he he is definitely if he's even if he's squatting 500 by two he's he's coming down off of a previous strength high i think yeah. right like i mean he he i feel like he was squatting like well north of 500 i wonder what his pr is i wonder how close that is because if he can stay within like 85% of his PR. Yeah, no, exactly. Max, that's mm-hmm. fucking that's a good trade off. Yeah, yeah, that's a great trade off. That's what I'm saying. It's like that last 15%, if you are a, and like someone like Chase who's pursuing CrossFit competition, this is why I don't work out as much with Chase, as, as much as Chase. It's not really Fact. discipline, it's just different lanes, different lanes. But. Mm-hmm. <laughs> But Fact. if you're, t- but that extra fifteen percent might be worth it. But if you're not, that extra fifteen percent might be like twice as much time, twice as much injury. Yeah. That extra fifteen percent of strength might be twice as much of all of those things. So instead, back it off, free up a whole part of your life, and then when you comes back, when you come back to it, periodically, it's still going to be there, as much of it as you need. Yeah, you know. I'll oh. confirm that. Yeah. As someone that heavy back squats and heavy deadlifts almost every week, it's, it's detrimental to like improving anything else. Yeah. Uh, not to say that whenever you do focus on those things and stop doing the heavy stuff every day, that they don't increase rapidly because of yeah. your new strength. But when your CNS is like ran down like that, there's you can't you can't do you feel like you're moving intensely, mm-hmm. but you are in fact moving very slow, yeah. and you're getting bigger. Well, the other thing, like by the way, and this, by a bee. the mm-hmm. big thing, this has been the big game changer. Is this is the longest period of time we've kind of touched on a little bit. This is the longest period of time I really have taken away in over ten years from, you know, at least minimally squatting and deadlifting on basically a weekly basis. You know, and I've taken like little pieces of time off, but it's been a, a, a solid six months that I've kind of just decided to let my body recover and do some other things, and it's amazing the global changes some negative and some positive that have resulted from that and one of them being it has completely reoriented and it's not just the lifting i've really just taken the physical activity down and mostly like walks and lighter stuff but like i just defined myself as someone who had just a ravenous appetite all the time and like was Mm. having to constantly fight with my diet and fight with food and do all these things because i was constantly hungry and once i got rid of that my appetite is so minimal now that like I like I don't obsess and think about food in the way that I assumed that I always would and like I'm just way more chill all the time and I'm just losing weight and here's the funny part is I keep getting comments 
on the fact that people think that I'm working out more <laughs> because instead of a slightly doughy guy with slightly bigger muscles, I'm just a skinnier guy who, 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 on whom you can actually see what muscle he did build over the course of the past 10 years, which isn't much, but at least it's visible in some way. It's something. So, yeah. That's mm-hmm. what really matters yeah. here. So anyways, just consider it if you've been squatting and deadlifting for a decade like I have, you know, uh, and struggling with weight or anything else. Like It's interesting to experiment with just really giving it up for a short period of time and seeing the changes it has on your body. Because some have been negative and some have been positive. Yeah, yep. it's, it's definitely not for everybody. Yeah, yeah. I think it's important to realize that like, you know, Sam has gotten his uh, mechanics locked yes. so fucking hard. Like he understands and has his movement down incredibly well. You know, he still works out like a motherfucker on a regular basis. Mm. He's active. His chakras are aligned. His chakras are now aligned because of all the yoga and breath work. And I think that's really what it comes yeah, down yeah. to is like if you can step away from doing a movement like snatching or, or jerks or squats or whatever, mm. and you can still you know, get like 85, 90% of your previous max and still do well. Yeah. You've probably, you know, have some sort of mastery over yeah. that movement. And I think that's more than anything what it shows. It yeah. just happens to be that his mastery is squatting this thing 500 for two yep. after 16 months away from a bar. 100%. Man, which is pretty fucking hardcore. Yeah. And at a certain point, once you when you put in years of work, you're kind of just, you're structurally a strong person at this yeah. point. Now, it, you, it will go away if you take years off of physical activity, but you structurally have a lot of strong tendons and muscle yeah, mass dog. and all sorts of things. And just muscle coordination and just the mental aspect of being strong and yeah. all these things that you can build strength back in and you will be a strong person without crushing your spine necessarily all the time after yeah. it's not as young as it used to well, be crushing the spine really fucks up those chakras yes it does, it does. it's also yeah. there's just not enough protein souffle in the world yes <laughs> to make up for that all right guys let's what wrap it up that was, right. oh man that, that was, was beautiful a, that, was that, was, that, was a, that was an epic epic rambly pod uh you can find me cliff bogart at cliff bogart on the fattest instagram account there is and I am mr at mr kyle bogart on the most central and death medley instagram account on the internet i'm at chase 504 on instagram and youtube do you have like a hand thing? My hand thing? 504. No. Oh, that would be sick. You no, should you, you should one. do that. That's super easy. Yeah, and you can do all those things with my hand. 504. And I want to pitch Chase on this, just going I'm 100%. Really yeah, maybe this is different for. There's a different. There's a different version of four in there somewhere. This is the German four. Uh oh, that looks like that looks like a wrestling thumb injury you got there. There you go. Fence the four. Five, yeah, yeah. This, that's the that's the shocker. That's the mm-hmm. shocker. Mm-hmm. No. Five, oh, yeah, no. Five, oh, it's, if you guys do recall, it's the teaser, it's the pleaser, <laughs> it's the shocker, and then the spocker. <laughs> you haven't heard that one no. since high school, have no, you? I've never heard that ever. Since wow. new Metal was popular. And you can find me. I, and I'm going to pitch Chase. That's uh, actually the album art inside of Limp Biscuit's last CD. I'm going to pitch mm. Chase hard on this. Chase, the channel, which you should all follow, Chase on YouTube, 100% Magic the Gathering content. From 100%. Now on 100% I'm Magic working the on that. Content. As we speak, I Fuck would encourage yeah. you to do that. Yes. As well. A wide, a wide awesome. and magic fusion. You'd yes, be surprised how many people love both those things. Yes, I know. Well, I think that that's. I don't think their yeah, sales no. numbers speak against it. Apparently, yeah, yeah. a bajillion people love magic. I think that's why. Pe- I think that's it's what cool to be a nerd again. Yes, well, it's cool to be a nerd, but it's also cool to be able to simul to be uh, not to be so binary, to be fluid, <laughs> to be able. I am a magic card. To, honestly. Yes, exactly. To be able to like lift heavy shit. And I am do heavy interest shit. fluid. Interest fluid, exactly, and then also be a big fucking nerd. So that's oh, what yeah. this podcast is. That's very true. 
And if anybody has things that they nerd out about, like I nerd out about Hearthstone. Hearthstone and uh, recently I've started playing this game called Underlords, which is a lot of fun. I have no idea what any of the things you're talking about are. Yeah, yeah, it's in are. the new genre called Auto Chess. Okay. I don't know how new it is, but it's fucking it's a lot of fun. It's great. Anyway, if anybody <laughs> if anybody nerds out about those types of things, hmm. fucking let us know. I mean, yeah, we talk a lot your about gamer tag. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, uh, you can find me at Arm and Hammer TV. Thank you very much, everybody, for watching and listening. We will catch you guys next week. Bleak. Later. Later.